Hello, welcome to episode 49 of the We're All Screwed Up and That's Okay podcast with me, Dawn Walton. Again, I'm afraid I have to start with an apology because these podcasts have not been coming so regularly lately. I am still working through my stuff, which I have been since July, and I have hit a particularly tricky point. And uh, the the nature of that is I'm still going, I'm still functioning, we're all good. It's just I have a lot to understand and I'm not in a position to share those understandings and lessons with you guys yet. So um, I've not got as much brain spare, <laughs> but I will, I will be back on form shortly. And I am starting another new podcast with a friend of mine uh, called Jess, who is an animal behaviour specialist who does... Uh, educational dog walks uh, around the local park every day and you can bring your dogs along and you can socialize them with a pack of other dogs her dogs and you can learn how to manage your dog in different situations by trying it out now Jess and I got in touch a couple of years back and um, she wanted my help because she was struggling to help the dog owners understand what she needed from them she got the dogs really well and if you gave her the dog she could make them do anything but uh, trying to get the owners to work with their dogs was a bit of a challenge and she needed my help with that Um, since then we've talked a lot about psychology and dog behavior psychology and human behavior psychology and we have some great conversations and decided that we should just record them (laughs) and start a podcast so that will be called therapy tales spelt like a dog tale and that'll be coming out soon, so I'm pretty excited about that. But meanwhile, I will continue with this podcast. So today I would like to rant a little, so <laughs> hopefully you can bear with me while I rant. Um, and the theme of it is, if it works, what's the problem? So I've had a number of knockbacks over the last few months that have proved quite a challenge to me. And they're a challenge because my qualifications are I initially trained at the Quest Institute as a cognitive hypnotherapist and a master NLP practitioner, a master neurolinguistic practitioner. Um, I also went on and got my master cognitive hypnotherapy uh, certificate. Uh, through attending a series of courses on that and I went on and I got a master's in psychology and I love learning and um, all of these different things combined have got me the British Psychological Society accreditation. So I have a number of qualifications and I have studied my craft. I am curious about human psychology. I attend online events like trauma conferences, heal documentary or heal conferences. Um, I read books and I investigate when I'm working with clients and I do peer support and find out how to deal with some of the more tricky client cases I have by interacting with other therapists and I'm constantly learning and I love learning and I love expanding my skill sets and I also love training other people and helping other people learn so whenever I learn something myself I'll usually write a blog I might do a podcast 
I will do an Instagram reel. I might um, even write a course about it or even a book. <laughs> you know, when I find myself saying something the same way quite often, I, I like to put it in a book. So, you know, I'm, I'm a sharer of knowledge and I'm a gainer of knowledge. And that helps my clients, right? Because um, everything's possible and I will learn what I need to learn to help my clients in the best way. But if you compare me to a mainstream psychologist or counsellor, I don't fit the box. I don't meet the tick box exercise that you need to do to be able to call me a valid practitioner of psychological support. It doesn't matter all these other things I do. It doesn't matter that I've helped over 1,200 people in eight years. It doesn't matter what my success rate is. It doesn't matter that I've done a TED Talk. It doesn't matter that I've written four books. None of these things matter. None of these things matter to the world outside my door because as far as they're concerned, I don't have the traditional qualifications and therefore I am not a skilled practitioner at what I do. I wanted to get on a platform. I have um, my cousin who's a counsellor, uses this online platform, this company, host the platform, provides a, a space like a shop window, I guess, for therapists. And then they have contracts with universities and healthcare organisations. So they're able to fulfil those contracts because they have this bank of therapists they can use. I applied to this company to be able to be accepted onto their platform. And they needed BPS accreditation, which I had. They needed um, a track record, which I had. But they also needed um, a two references, one from my supervisor, one from the company I work for as a therapist. Well, I'm self-employed as a therapist. And I, I don't have the clinical supervision of a, a clinical counsellor. Um, I follow the rules of my governing body and I do peer supervision. And so as I was talking to these guys, they sent to a case study because I was going to do an interview and I was all good to go and it was really exciting and, and you know, we, we seemed to get on well and everything was good, except they couldn't upload me on their system because I didn't meet the requirements that a more traditional counsellor psychotherapist would have easily met. Even if they were nowhere near as good as me, I wouldn't meet those requirements and therefore I couldn't help the people that they had waiting to need help. It was a no-go. I thought I'd apply for um, educational psychologist role to give me some sort of credibility. Um, there's a course here in Dundee, a couple of year course. Um, it involves placement for most of it. And it would get a chance to work in schools, which is really hard for me to work in. I work with parents and children. I do talks. I do all of these things. But again, as I'm not um, an approved NHS therapist I don't get to go into schools even though I can help them if people will pay me and um, I didn't get on that course either anytime I try and do anything that involves mainstream I can't do it because my qualification is effectively null and void in that space I even did work at our local college in the student support services team and I was taken on specifically because of my mental health expertise, to provide mental health support. The student support services do all sorts of support for any student just to help them get through college, but I was brought on because of my mental health expertise. 
The college got funding. After I'd been working there a year, they got funding to take on student counsellors. But the funding required that you have this thing called BACP, which is a counselling um, accreditation. I don't have BACP. So actually, I couldn't get the job that I was already doing because I didn't have the ability to tick the box they needed to pay me. So I ended up leaving that role because what they would have had me doing was a load of admin um, while other people got to do the counselling role. And, and it's been, you can hear my voice possibly, <laughs> it's been really, really frustrating for me because actually I just want to reach people and help them. And the challenge of being a private therapist is you have to pay me to get my help. And, and I need the money. Right? <laughs> As a private therapist, I need to, to stay in practice so I can help more people, if nothing else. But in the UK, we have the NHS. And in the UK, that means you get free counselling. Now, you have to wait possibly up to a year and you will probably see somebody and they will sign you off after six sessions, no matter where you're up to. But it's free, right? And if you've got an option of doing something for free or an option of paying for something, especially in the current climate, you're going to go for the free option most of the time. So, yes, I have international clients, but um, I don't have the qualifications for a lot of them either. If you want to use your healthcare company, if you have private healthcare company, you'll have to jump through hoops. And most of the time you won't be able to get to claim back from me with your private healthcare company. And yet, if you went to something like, I don't know, acupuncture, you'd be able to do that on your private healthcare company. If you have a, a kind of diagnosed disorder like um, bipolar or um, BPD, borderline personality disorder, if you go and see somebody that acupuncture, if you go and see yoga bodywork or something like that, there'll be no constraints. They can work with you, even though those... You know, I've got a client right now who's going through acupuncture and it's releasing all sorts of stuff for her, all sorts of emotions. And I'm helping her with that because that's what I do. I help people with their head stuff. But there are no constraints at all on the person doing the acupuncture in terms of uh, who they can and can't work with. But I'm not allowed to work with somebody who's got bipolar or borderline personality disorder or something like that. Is it amazing? Isn't it amazing that somebody with the qualifications that I have, with the background that I have, with the, the dedication, the success, etc., is still regarded as cuckoo or flaky or alternative, so can't be used in mainstream. And that's what really winds me up. Because people will, will argue and like, but you don't have this qualification, you don't have that qualification. The stories I hear about clients who've gone to a psychologist and there's basically they've used what's called a diagnostic manual. It's this big manual of known mental health conditions. And so they will categorize you in a box. Even if you don't fit in the box, you have to fit in the box and then they will treat the box. They will not treat you. I've heard stories of people who say to my clients, oh, that's the worst thing I've ever heard, or you can't be fixed, or we can't work with you. Can you imagine saying that to somebody? It's like, I can't imagine saying that to somebody. I can work with everybody. We'll get there in the end. We'll work it out. As long as you stick with me, I'll stick with you. But it doesn't, that, that's fine in practice, but on paper, 
it, it doesn't work. And so one of the things that, that I've kind of always believed is, if it works, so what? Right? If you, if you believe in it, if it works for you, if you believe in um, crystal healing or Reiki or clinical psychology or um, somatic release or whatever, if these things work for you, then great, do them. Why do you have to stand in judgment over whether it's approved or ticks all the boxes or something like that? So I'm, I'm at this point in my, in my career. I think this is my ninth year now. I mean, July will be nine years as a private therapist. I'm at this point in my career where I have all this knowledge and I've changed so many people's lives. And if I want to do anything that allows me to have any sort of stable future, if I want to go anything mainstream, if I want to work in any organization, I just can't. I can't do it because my qualifications don't count. And I've got a master's and I've got um, a therapy qualification. So going and doing another one would require me to fund it myself, et cetera, et cetera. I've worked in, I've worked in the colleges. I've worked in a business that brought me in because they've been let down by their, their company. And I worked with these guys, these blue-collar workers. And, and I worked over a couple of weeks, and they just kept sending me more people because it was making such a difference. But COVID hit, and then as soon as the pandemic was over, they defaulted to their in-house HR organization and with their in-house people. And I'm not approved, so I wasn't able to work with them anymore. <laughs> so you can see this is just a ranty thing, right? Because it's really frustrating for me because I like helping people. I like helping people and I don't like being told I'm not allowed to help people because I'm not a valid therapist. It winds me up something rotten. It winds me up when people can't use their healthcare funding. They can use it for acupuncture, but they can't use it for me with my qualifications and my training because I'm not on the approved list. And luckily, lots of people choose just like, no, I'm more important than than going through these this paperwork and this process. But a lot of people don't. A lot of people will only go to people who tick the right boxes. And if it works, does it matter? I'm not the right person for everybody. I'm not the sort of person, you know, I, I help you with your problems and I send you away to get on with your life. I'm not trying to create a long-term relationship. I like a long-term relationship, don't get me wrong, right? I have clients, I love the clients that I have that I get to talk to over a period of time that just come to me when they need me, pick up a phone, organize a session, just whenever they get stuck. I love that. I love being able to be part of people's lives and part of people's journeys. But equally, I don't force you into that. If you want to just come, get your thing sorted and get on with your life, I'm cool with that too. Some people want somebody to go and talk to every week. I'm probably not the right person for that. <laughs> Although it'd be quite quite nice financially, but you know, that's that's really not what I do. And that's okay. I'm fine with whatever anybody wants to do. Do what works for you and that's fine. But don't judge what works for you based on a tick boxing exercise, a box ticking exercise. That sounds better, doesn't it? A box ticking exercise. Because that's that's not really that relevant. I have the same kind of attitude towards faith and religion and, and, and beliefs. If it works for you, what's, what's the problem? 
as long as you're not affected, you do you, I'll do me, you know, that let's not kind of try and impose our value systems on everybody else. I, I just, I, I guess if I had a magic wand and I had, you know, you asked what that one wish would be. My, my wish would be that people didn't judge each other. Because that would make everything so much easier. So when you come to me, I know I can help you. I don't always know how, but I know I can help you because I believe in you and I see you. But to go to some other organization to try and reach more people and to be told, Dawn, you're not qualified. You don't have what it takes to be able to help these people. It's just incredibly frustrating. So what I've realized is if I'm going to do this, I have to carve my own path. You know, I have to kind of pied piper it. It's instead of trying to follow somebody else's stuff, fit in with somebody else's requirements, just, just make my own, make my own way. I love to enable people. I love to share knowledge. I love to teach. I love to open minds. So I need to do more of that. I love doing the trauma-informed therapy. You know, I'm really lucky. <laughs> I have so much trauma that I've been through. But also this, this thirst for knowledge I have, I've studied it. I've studied the way the brain works. I've studied the approach that I use. And I found something that works incredibly well. I understand how to release you from your trauma. And I want more people to benefit from that. And I don't really care if it's me they come and see. So I'm going to train up as many therapists as I can to be trauma-informed. To whether they're, again, acupuncture, Reiki, massage counsellors, psychologists, I don't care. If you help people, I want you to understand the difference that trauma makes to those people and how you can adapt to help those people in the best way possible. That's what I want to do. I just like helping people. And I don't like being told I can't. <laughs> so that's why I have a rant. It's like you're telling me I can't because I don't tick a particular box. That can't be true. There must be a way. But nobody wants to find the way. They just want to kind of go, no, you're, you're, you're not good enough for it. And I could, I could spend more years running into brick walls and getting frustrated, or I could just go, okay, I'm just going to build a bridge over the wall <laughs> and not need to worry about it. And you come do my thing instead of me coming doing your thing. Not sure how well it's going to work. Need to be able to, you know, keep the business going. So we'll, we'll see where we get to. But... Here's the thing. If it works, it's okay. Even if you don't agree with it, even if you've got somebody you know who's doing something and they love it and you hate it, it's like going to see a film and you love it and somebody else hates it. Fine. You know, we've all got our own stuff. Books, same thing. You can't make somebody like something. So if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. Don't count that as a failure on your part. It just doesn't work for you. You know, if, if a plant's not growing, we don't blame the plant. We look at the environment. Are we watering it too much, too little? Is it in enough sunlight, too much sunlight? You know, all this sort of stuff. We're the same. Just look at what works for you and adapt. So <laughs> I will get back to more podcasts. Hopefully I'll get more, more um, interesting ones. Um, I just needed to have a bit of a rant, so... Um, apologies if you found that frustrating but just 
if you've been through lots of therapy, if you've spoken to lots of people, if ever anybody's told you that you can't do something or something can't work for you, that's their opinion. Learn to understand when other people offer you opinion, that's fine. They are entitled to their opinion. It doesn't make it truth. If it doesn't work for you, what they're saying, if it doesn't feel right, keep going. Go find, keep going. There is nobody that is too broken. I had a conversation with a guy the other day that had spoken to many, many people and felt that he was too broken. He was not. He was actually normal. <laughs> Something can always be done. Guarantee that you're probably normal and something can be done it's just somebody didn't see that so keep trying hang in there keep going even when it feels the world's against you you've kept going this far keep on going